Hey, Gabby. Hey, Nikki. So, I feel like Sierra has been, like, in social media news a lot lately. Like, Trendy. people are, like, <laughs> obsessed with her life, obsessed with everything. Mm-hmm. She has, like... I'm obsessed with her prayer. Her I need prayer to know her prayer is the for best. her man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but one other thing that she talked about that I really love was she said a quote on an interview with Angie Martinez recently, and mm-hmm. it was... I am just afraid of wasting life. Life is so precious. I want to maximize life. And I want someone who wants to maximize life with me. And I felt that to Mm -hmm. my core. Like, I feel like when I was younger, I would always hear people say, live life to the fullest and Mm -hmm. go out with no regrets. And it always sounded so super cliche. And I don't know if it's because I'm in my 30s and now after struggling so much in my 20s and everything, Mm -hmm. and I'm finally breaking free of needing uh, validation from other people and accepting who I am that I'm like, I just want to live life to the fullest. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like that's a goal for everyone. Not everyone. Obviously, a lot of people don't accomplish it. I listen to a lot of podcasts and one of the podcasts, uh, the guy on there is always talking about um, like stats, mindsets, just all these different things. And he always makes this quote. I guess it's a study. It was, I think, based off of a book that pretty popular because actually when I googled the quote it was like on Forbes it was on all these different like websites so it's obviously a credible source but he talks about the number one most often regret of the dying is I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me and I guess this was based off of a nurse um, who she was a hospice nurse and basically, you know, she just spends her time with dying. Mm-hmm. And um, she decided to go around and start asking people, like, what were your regrets? What were your wins? All these things. Wow. And when she compiled all that together, this is what was one of the most common things that you hear people, that she heard people uh, mention before they died, was that they just wished that they would have essentially maximized life and oh not just goodness. played it safe. So I feel like that's a desire for everyone. I mean, from when we're kids, we're like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be this. I want to be that. Like, we have all this, like, energy in us and all this, like, potential in us. And then somewhere down the line, we kind of just settle Mm -hmm. in life. I don't know if it's expectations that the world puts on us or expectations of maybe your environmental surroundings were growing up. But somehow, someway, a lot of us just lose that, like, drive to maximize life. Yeah. And before we go too deep into, like, the reasons why we Mm -hmm. lose it... I want to ask, like, what is your definition of living life to the fullest? Or at least what does that mean for you? Because I feel like everybody has different views of living to the fullest. Yeah, for sure. Everyone has different views. Uh, For me, I feel like it's just living my purpose. I feel like it's, I think I've mentioned this in one of the episodes, or maybe one of the upcoming episodes (laughs) that we recorded, (laughs) that I believe your purpose is not always like this general standard purpose that you live out their whole life. I feel like there's seasons of purpose. Mm. Like I feel like I lived my purpose for a time being taking care of my family. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's going to always forever be my purpose of taking yeah. care of my mom or my brother. Um, so I feel like there's there it, it changes, but there's a core purpose in us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm living that core purpose, I'm maximizing my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, maximizing my life also is just living and doing and being in a state of peace and happiness. Now, mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that life is perfect. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you won't have trials. It doesn't mean that there won't be valleys. Right. It, but it means that I, I'm happy. Like, I'm happy with where I'm at, where I'm going, mm-hmm. and I don't let all those other things bog me down yeah. or 
keep me boxed in and settled and in my comfort zone. If I'm in my comfort zone, then I'm not maximizing life. Because I know. I've been there mm-hmm. many times. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I really love the idea of seasonal purpose. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it can't sound like a, a life sentence. You know what yeah. I mean? If you say like, oh, it was my purpose for this to happen to me so mm-hmm. I can take care of them or do this or do that. But it can mean different things at different time. Yeah. Um, I'll say that I do agree with you as far as purpose. Absolutely. And I, I do feel like I want to be happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to have joy. And somebody broke down the difference between joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that, like, happiness is a pursuit. You're constantly going to chase it. But joy is something that you have internally yeah. that, you know, life circumstances can't take it away from you. You know, God gave it to you. The world can't take it away from you. And I'm like, I want to have that, yeah. like, internal peace, internal joy. And I think that some people's living life to the fullest mm-hmm. is like, I'm going to work hard and grind and become a millionaire and have mm-hmm. money, 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 and houses and cars and women or men or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And I'm like, I don't that's see temporary. that. Yeah. And that's, it's cool. I mean, psh, I awesome. want to have money and I want to have lots of nice things and go on trips. But that is not my source of joy. Yes. It's, it's happiness. You know, that stuff can buy happiness for sure. But that stuff's temporary because it's superficial. That stuff can, yeah, it can go in a heartbeat. And a lot of people who experience that, they keep chasing something that they think mm-hmm. is going to give them internal joy. And it doesn't. But I think for me, it doesn't have to do with money. It has to do with the people I'm around and the experiences that I'm mm-hmm. getting in life. Like, you know, the things that I'm doing just making me feel good and exhilarated. And, mm-hmm. and that's different for everybody. Some people are yeah. adrenaline junkies and they want to jump out of a plane. Right. You know, <laughs> some people are not. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you like to travel the world and see different cultures and whatever. So everybody has mm-hmm. varying differences of living life to the fullest. But it's when you, I think, aren't just sitting on what you crave and desire and you're actually working to go get it. Like you yeah. say... I want to go to Africa one day. That was my dream. I would love to go to Africa. You studied Africa. You watched the videos. You've seen everything, but it's just like, whatever. Maybe a goal of yours would be to figure out how you can get there yeah. one day. And that is one example, I feel like, of living life to the fullest, For you sure. know? Yeah, and I feel like like all of this starts with your mindset. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's not, it's easy to um, come up with the ideas of things. Like, it's easy to formulate ideas of, of great things to do with your yeah. life. Um, I mean, I could sit and daydream all day <laughs> long. It's wonderful. But yeah. that doesn't mean, if I'm not putting action behind it, it's mm-hmm. just a daydream. It just stays there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like getting past that, your thoughts, like your thoughts, whether it be of like self-sabotaging, like, those, those those voices that tell you, oh, you can never do that. Oh, oh, you're not enough. And it may not even be your own voice. Maybe it was someone telling you something as you when you were young. Like, mm-hmm. you'll never do that. Like, what are you talking about? You know where you're from. Do you know like this? And then, yeah. Because I hear that story a lot. Like, mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, yeah, my parents or my counselor or, you know, whoever told me that that was impossible. Yeah. And sometimes that can trump people's dreams. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, it just stays a dream. Because like, man, no, it ain't gonna yeah. happen. So I think getting past your thoughts, you know, and pushing past those, those things of like, no, I actually can do that. Man, that's so true. That is like one of the biggest reasons is people shutting you down. You go to school and they say, you can be whatever you want. And then you go home and you have people saying, oh, why not try something else? Or maybe not that. And then you also have negative thoughts based on what you see around you. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that I'm guilty 
of like just thinking that that's like ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like even when I think about how I want to travel the world or I yeah. think about all of the places that I want to visit mm-hmm. and they're crazy places. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like there's literally no way that you're ever going to be able to go mm-hmm. to these places. And I'm like, why do I do that? Like, why do I do that? Well, you know, I think our mind too, um, our mind when we're not keeping it in check can just go to negative. Yeah. I feel like our mind, every and this is just everyone, if you don't keep your, your mind in check, and if you're not feeding your spirit, you're feeding your mind positive things, if you just sit, your mind will start to worry and be anxious mm-hmm. and, and start to doubt. And everything that's negative, your mind will start to do. Yes. That's why, well, for those who believe in the Bible, it says take captive of those thoughts and submit them to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, and even if you're not a Christian, take captive those thoughts that are, you know, bringing you down yeah. and say, no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I can do this. And again, our minds just like to gravitate to the negative things. Yeah. And it's like when we talked about celebrities, mm-hmm. a lot of the celebrities started off just like us or even or worse. worse. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like it's insane how... Like, even I think about Kris Jenner, who mm-hmm. obviously we know she married into money. Um, but she also did have a start where she had very humble beginnings. And mm-hmm. she had to work for opportunities as well. And then you see her life now. So you know nice. what I mean? <laughs> it's totally different. So like, I was surprised to know that she came from humble beginnings. We talk about her kids mm-hmm. and how things were handed to them because... Mm-hmm of their parents but then I never looked at what her life was like as a child and how she had to work to be in those places with mm-hmm. those to find those husbands or whatever but yeah. the Kardashians is a whole nother listen, they might not be the best example I think we used them like probably five out of like our six or seven episodes that's crazy what is that I think it's because they're everywhere you they're, know what? you can't get away from you them you can't and I gotta they're literally admit, an, an empire I think they're like my guilty pleasure because I just started watching really? the new show so off topic y'all <laughs> but I just started watching a new show and it's so, it sucks you in. I think it's the drama. The drama is what sucks people in. And I'm like, oh my God, Ray J is about to put on another sex tape and Kim got all these kids. How can he do that to oh her? Oh my gosh, yeah, they sucked you in. <laughs> they sucked me in. Anyway. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, so I feel like too, like once you, and, and getting your mind in check is a lifelong process. Oh. I and mean, that's something that you don't just conquer. Ongoing, It's yeah. ongoing. And one thing I would suggest that's great for your mind is counseling. Yes. You know, if you have some negative thoughts or you have things going on that you just can't process by yourself, counseling is an amazing thing. That's something that can help. Um, I think podcasts, reading books, talking, just talking to anyone. It doesn't have to be counseling. It just yeah. be someone that you trust. That you trust. Be careful. And not just someone you trust, because, you know, I always take things to the Bible, and people might be like, whatever, but there's a story in the Bible um, of a king, and he wanted, I think it's in Kings, it's in the Old Testament, but um, he needed advice about the people, and Mm -hmm. um, he went to the elders, and the elders gave him sound advice. Mm -hmm. Then he went over to his peers, like his friends, people who were like around his age and stuff, and asked them, and they gave him terrible advice and told them like, oh, you you tell the people like, my pinky is thicker than my father's belt or something like that. Like something like really (laughs) harsh for the people. Mm -hmm. And they turned against him. And it was like, watch the advice you get. Because you can get very sound advice from the right people. And you can get terrible advice from the wrong people. But talking to someone. But once you conquer those or start to conquer those thoughts and get past them, I would say do a self-assessment on Mm -hmm. you. Like, 
what what are the things that you enjoy? Because sometimes we don't sit by ourselves and think about those things. Oh, my things. gosh. Like, what? I mean, I think I mentioned this before. Um, if I haven't yet, I will in another episode. But um, I talked with my counselor one time, and she was like, what does Gabby like? And I started rattling off, like, you know, simple things. She's like, but what do you like to do for you? And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. And then, um, you know, figure out what are the your passion. What are you passionate yeah. about? What's something that if money didn't mean anything to you, that you would find joy doing? Exactly. Like, what makes you excited? And that might not be your lifelong career, mm-hmm. but your passion in, in, in that doesn't have to be a lifelong career. I feel like everyone thinks, like, your passion has to be your job. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the truth. I love animals. I don't think I would, you know, live my life doing things for animals for work. Yeah. But that's a, a part of my passion that I would love to, like, incorporate in my life. Um, so I would say look at those things and yeah. that will kind of help as a guideline to start, you know, formulating goals and things like that. Yeah, I think that's great. Just taking time to think about it because like one thing I would say is go back to when you were a kid and think about mm-hmm. the things you liked. One thing I was just thinking about not too long ago was how much I enjoyed reading as a kid. Yeah. And now I feel like as an adult, I do more reading of like self-help or encouragement, mm-hmm. ministry type reading, you know what I mean? But I used to like to read about art or read yeah. about history. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if everybody or anybody can relate, but I know some people out there used to really enjoy science and mm-hmm. learning about it and learning about just different cultures and, and stuff like that. And it's like we get away from it when we become adults and when we're not in high school or college or anything anymore mm-hmm. and nobody's forcing us to do it. Nobody's mm-hmm. forcing us to write reports or anything. But if you really enjoy learning that stuff, yeah. why not go back into getting into it and sure. and learn it? And that's just your enjoyment. But it takes a lot of time, especially when you haven't given yourself any time in so long to really sit back and think about what is it that I actually like mm-hmm. and then making the time to do those things that you actually make actually like. You have to make the time and it's funny like you said because I was thinking like I'm such a nerd <laughs> because <laughs> I always love to read um and I was kind of like you for a long time I went through a spurt where it was just self-help mm-hmm. just Christian books just things like that and then I was like well I like those things don't get yeah. me wrong but I'm still not like feeling like I have everything that I want mm-hmm. in reading right now I'm reading a book um by Tony Robbins and it's called Life Force and it's Mm. so fascinating because it's all about the body it's all about all of these um new medical breakthroughs and studies and research for like you know curing cancers and curing Alzheimer's and curing all these different things and I am learning so much about like what's actually going on in science (laughs) it's correct I'm like how do how does the public not know this or does the public know this and it's just like in small groups Mm because I'm learning like so much fascinating information of like these trials and these experimental you know medications and treatments that could be groundbreaking yeah. but when you say that you, you, t- you might if I say that to someone else they might be like okay yeah, she's a nerd yeah. okay and that is why <laughs> you choose your tribe carefully yes. you choose who you want to talk to listen mm-hmm. it can get so tiring I was just talking to my sister about this earlier mm-hmm. it can get so tiring to talk to people about drama or the same things going on and on and on like sometimes I don't want to talk about that like can we talk about good things that's going on and maybe it don't have to always be what's going on in life it's Mm -hmm. like what is a book a book you read or you know tell me about a trip you've taken and you know sometimes it's even hard and this is 
maybe another episode but sometimes it's even difficult to talk to people about the positive things that you have going mm-hmm. on because they don't want to hear it you or know they what I mean always has something negative that they like focus on in life mm-hmm. and they just want to talk about the negative the negative you know, yeah kind of sound like misery loves company yeah <laughs> and their response will be so dry like oh that's good but I'm expected to listen to negativity like yeah. we we become accustomed to holding back our good news and our positivity mm-hmm. and the good things going on with us because you feel bad. You feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Or or when you do talk about it, it's like, oh, that's nice. But then we're going to spend the next seven hours talking about relationship drama and friendship drama and work drama and everything that we hate. Me and my friend Jasmine actually is so funny because mm-hmm. we, we met at um, my previous job where we worked for like two or three years together and we used to just have these crazy vent sessions. Oh, yeah? Um, yes, and it felt so good. Like, we literally would just come together and complain about everything <laughs> for, like, an hour. I hate this job. I hate that I have to work Sundays. I hate that I have to work till 9 p.m. I hate that they don't pay us enough money. I need to lose weight. And then we would just, like, complain. But then one day we was like, okay, like, that's no done. Like, we got it out. Now let's change. And we both left those jobs and started making some different changes to make ourselves feel better. So it's like, it's okay for a little bit, but that can't be the narrative constantly. So if those are the people you're hanging around that constantly stay in misery, constantly stay in drama, those are the conversations you're going to be around. And I think, too, that that goes along kind of with what we're saying in regards to how to maximize life. Like, who is your tribe? Yeah. Who is your circle? Like, are these people, are, are these people feeding you? Are they supporting you? Um, or are they people who, you know, sometimes it's hard when like you're, you know, in a friend group or maybe it's family Mm -hmm. and you're the one person who's breaking out in success Yeah. and then everyone else is kind of like stuck where they're at and they kind of like treat you like, Oh, here comes so-and-so like they treat you like they're this. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. And it's like, no, we're the same. Like you, it's so, it's so important to have the right people in your circle. Absolutely. Because that can make or break you. Mm-hmm. It really can. You might be someone who's super ambitious, but because of who you're around, maybe you don't want to offend people or hurt people. Like, you kind of just stay in your quote-unquote place instead yeah. of breaking out the box and being that person to go after your dreams and goals and, and actually making goals and mm-hmm. creating a plan and saying, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it and I'm going to do these short-term goals and these long-term goals. And if the people around you are like, no, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. It's like, that can be defeating. It's like the balloon deflated when you talk yeah. to people about your exciting ideas and the things mm-hmm. you want to do. And it don't have to be anything crazy like, no. you know, like I'm trying to take over the world. It could be like, I've been doing really good eating right this week and I've been and they just like okay you know because maybe they've been struggling in that area or something like that so it is it's super important to have friends and we were just talking last week about like (laughs) we were just talking about knowing somebody who lives life to the fullest and we like who do we know and then we were like we have to be it because (laughs) we have to be it and How that's not, like, that? shade to anyone. There's, I, no. think there's, I think there's millions of people. I mean, I know I'm not living life to the fullest. I can mm-hmm. say right now, in this current Same. time, I'm not living life to the fullest. I know there's so much more potential in me, and there's so much more I want to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wow, when you don't have, like, people in your, like, circle that you're like, yeah, this person's doing this, this, this. And it doesn't mean to do a million things either. Mm-hmm. Let me not say that. But they're living out their dreams. And they're, they're, they're just, they're living their life they're not being held back by 
a job or anything like that. Like, it sounds so crazy. And I'm going to say the same thing. I'm not living my life to the fullest. I work for Allstate. I work for, at an insurance company. Yeah. I don't want to work for them. Right. I don't have it's, no passion. Y'all go into for... work like, why am I here? <laughs> Every day. Why am I here? <laughs> listen, I was just on the phone with my husband today. Like, let me talk to you so I can calm down. Because, uh, listen, honey. Ooh. Uh, but... <laughs> I don't, that's not my passion, but I have three kids. I cannot just quit my job and say, I'm going to go to college or whatever, or I'm going to go pursue acting or whatever it is. But that's why you make a plan to do it. You know what I mean? Everything is within reason, but I definitely feel like life is too short. And like you said, we know plenty of people who don't live their life to the fullest because they literally work these jobs down to the bone until they're 60 something years old to get $50,000 to live off of for the rest of life that they got a penny pinch. And I'm like, I do not. I cannot. I don't want to be stuck in that. Listen, I see people at my job all the time. They be like, I've been with the company for 25 years. And I'd be like, ooh, cringe. (laughs) And they be so proud and they be having their nameplates and the green one, the red one, the black one. I'm like, no. But that was the standard, you know, years ago. That was the goal. That was the goal of going to college. Success. Going to a job. Spending your whole entire 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s until you retire there. And then, you know, just live off of your retirement. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want that. Boring. I don't want that. Yes, and I, I'm realizing we got to have another conversation off, <laughs> off camera, off the show. Off the record. <laughs> off the record, thank you. But I'm realizing that there are so many people who have that life, mm-hmm. our age and maybe even a little bit older, who have gotten married and went to college and got really good jobs and settled down and started having kids and now that's all they do that's That's it and for so long they lost themselves in it yeah and for so long single women have been jealous of that you know Mm -hmm. what i mean they've wanted that they felt left out because they couldn't have that or inadequate Mm -hmm. but then i'm looking at it like even though i'm married i don't want that like that's boring like Mm -hmm. y'all settle down into these like quiet white picket fence uh, one vacation a year. Like, boring life. Boring Like, you go lives. home and you're unfulfilled and you're like, what the heck am I doing? And again, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just this most fulfilled, amazing life. No, no, no. Life. I'm not either. But people get stuck in it. Yeah. And they just do it because that's what's normal. That's what's expected. Got it. Like, when people, I, I brush it off now. People are like, I just was at a party the other day and um, they were like, oh my gosh, your son is so big. Like, I can't believe he's going to be 15 this year. All this stuff. And they're like, you didn't want any more kids? And I'm thinking to myself, just because I'm a woman, does that does that mean <laughs> I'm supposed to just be producing babies everywhere I go? Like, yes, I, would, I, I do want, I did want other kids, mm-hmm. but that just wasn't the path I was, you know, went down. And, and dang. And, and still, like, <laughs> What about me? What about, like, are you living your purpose? Like, what about you? Like, yeah. how are you? Like, why is it go to resort to, why aren't you married yet? Where's your husband? Where's your, Where's your kids? Like, what is wrong with you? You're a woman. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's just amazing how people stay in that in that traditional mindset. It's like, I'm trying to break out of that. Not to say that I don't want to be married. Not to say I don't want to have other kids. Mm-hmm. But that's not my whole life's that's purpose. That's not your whole purpose. And to take it back to what you said la- on last week's episode um, about your fear of marrying into mediocrity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a prime example. You do desire a husband, but you also desire to live your life to the fullest. So mm-hmm. you want to, just like in Sierra's quote, I want someone to maximize life with me. I don't want to be married to someone that doesn't want to do 
or doesn't have a vision or doesn't set goals or who's just like, you know, whatever, this is life. Like, go to work and pay bills and that's it. And that's why I'm so grateful that I have the husband who I have because although we're not where we want to be yet and we both have a desire to maximize life, I'm grateful that we both have that desire. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad because these are things, like, I, I just feel so blessed because these are things that neither of us realized about ourselves when we first got married. We was just trying to get through, like, yeah. you know, trying to make sure we have a roof over our head, transportation, food, kids had what they needed. And now we're, I feel like we're growing together and we're growing in the same direction. We're yeah. both wanting to get free of drama, toxicity, people weighing us down and, you know, jobs or our atmosphere, whatever. But we're both figuring out how to do it responsibly, both going to counseling, different yeah, things like that. So even though I didn't realize this was me when I got married, I'm very grateful that we're growing in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And you, since you're not married, is something you're realizing about yourself mm-hmm. that you can take into dating um, mm-hmm. when you're ready to start getting into that and get into a relationship and make sure you don't end up with a nine to five no. <laughs> pension it's, husband. It's being stuck. That's what I don't want to be stuck. Which, which brings me to like, don't be afraid to go against the grain and step out of the box. Like, don't be afraid to do something that's non-traditional. Don't be afraid to be the one who's like, maybe college is not your thing. Yeah. Or maybe you want to go back to school. Maybe you were like, I tried it. It didn't work out when I was younger. Now I'm 30. Now I'm 40. Now I'm 50. And you want to go back. Don't be afraid to, like, take risks and do investments in something. Like, whether if it's even investing in a business venture that you want, like, Go against the grain. Like, you don't have to be this cookie-cutter person. Like, we're not these people that... I think there was, like, a, a show, I think maybe in, I don't know, early 2000s called... I think it's the Stanford Wives or the... Stat- the Stepford Wives. Stepford Wives. Yeah. Is that, was that the one? Is that the one I'm thinking of? No, maybe From not. From the 70s, that's where... The, so, they were, like, all these, like, picture-perfect, like, women. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, we're not these cookie-cutter, picture-perfect mm-hmm. people that all have to fit the same thing. Like, step out of the box. Um take risks always be willing to learn i feel like that's what helps us push like even past everything else is just learning like learning new things where we're at right now in today's age is like the most easiest time to make money yeah there are so many opportunities you can do whatever so many opportunities to learn whatever you want whether if it's podcasts youtube books we have everything at our fingertips. There are there's millions of resources out here. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid to dive into those things. Yeah, there are absolutely. things out there, and sometimes people are like, I don't know where to start. And it's like, Google. <laughs> Google's a great mm-hmm. way to be like, whatever that is, click it, a whole bunch of research. I mean, even most local cities have something for businesses. So if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to start up a business, a lot of them will have you know, resources for that. Uh, I know Akron has, I think it's called SCORE, and they have, you know, resources for people who are starting up businesses or who are in businesses. Mm-hmm. So there's millions of resources. There's millions of grants. Uh, if you want to go back to school, there's so many opportunities. So many resources. Like, take take the risk. Yeah. Don't be afraid to just take the risk. The worst thing that can happen is it doesn't work out. Yeah, and it, that reminds me of my friend's mom, who she had two kids that were about my age. They were two years apart. They got grown, obviously. They're mm-hmm. my age. And then she got remarried. And when they were grown, had two more kids, small wow. children. So she started all over. She ended up getting a divorce. Okay. And she was a single mom. She was working as an RN, um, kids in daycare. And she just was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I want to raise my kids full time. I am not going to be doing this again, going to work and 
um, letting daycares raise my kids. And she did the research to how to get grants and how to get funding to help her raise her kids and not have to work. And I thought that was amazing. I was like, (laughs) so you get to be a stay at home mom without a husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, (laughs) that's awesome. Like it made me feel like what I want to do, I can do the research and do that because like you said, with going against the grain, the grain isn't even happy. Like when you think about shows like Desperate Housewives, where they all had like the perfect homes in the suburbs and the, uh, what do you call it? Um, the cul-de-sac and mm-hmm. everything, but they were all miserable. Every oh, single one of them. <laughs> it's like these women, I'll just speak about women because we are, like you said, expected to get the husband, have the kids, be at home or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, these women are always in competition with each mm-hmm. other. They're always mm-hmm. complaining with their relationships and everything. And it's like, when you try and be what people expect you to be most of the time, you don't end up happy in those situations no. because God didn't make us cookie cutter. He didn't no. make us to all have the same desire. Mm-hmm. How is it that everybody wants the exact same thing? Right. Like that can't be right. Somebody <laughs> wants to work with it, study the ocean or something. Somebody wants yeah. to study the stars. Somebody wants to study whatever animals, you know what I mean? We're not the same. So go against the grain, go do exactly what it is that makes you feel fulfilled totally like that and makes go. you yeah do it don't go procrastinate. Do <laughs> i think one thing too is people procrastinate mm-hmm. you know they think on they think on they think on they get ready to do it and then they step back yeah it's like don't procrastinate like just go forth with it and and too you said something earlier about you know making time mm-hmm. um i think it's important to make time for ourselves like you have to pour into yourself if you're not pouring into yourself or you don't have others pouring into you, you're always pouring from an empty cup. Yeah. And it's hard to maximize life when you're always pouring from an empty cup. Yeah. It's hard to go after your dreams when you're always feeling drained. You need to have a time to rest. Yeah. You need to make sure you're getting the proper sleep. You need mm-hmm. to make sure you're taking care of your body physically, whether if that's eating right or just getting up and moving, You know, feeding your mind with books, feeding your spirit with whatever that is that you do. It's important. You have to do that or you're not going to be your best self. And if you're not your best self, you cannot live your best life. Exactly. (laughs) You have to be your best self. You have to not be concerned with other people and what they think. Like, Mm -mm. my thing is always, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not sinning against God. I'm not doing anything illegal or hurting anyone's feelings. Then I don't have to feel guilty about a single thing. I don't have to explain myself to a single soul. You know what I mean? I'm living my life. And that's hard for people to see sometimes. It's hard for people to understand, like, what in the world are you thinking? Why would you quit that job? You know, um, Heather Lindsay, she talked yeah. about how she quit her job and went into full-blown ministry. And look mm-hmm. how huge her ministry, her and her husband's huge. ministry is now. And she said that people was looking at her like she was crazy. Yeah. But she had to she trust herself. She had a very herself. good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, job. And now she has an even better job yes. working for the Lord, okay? <laughs> so That's do what you life. maximize <laughs> life. But have a plan. Don't oh, just yeah. be going quitting your job and being like, no. all right, guys, show me the way. Yeah, Abby and Nikki told me to maximize my life. Here's my two-week notice and have no type of backup. Please don't do that. That's why we said create a plan. A plan. Set goals. And have it be over timeline. There's short-term goals. There's long-term goals. Figuring out, you know, what's priorities, what is, you know, your purpose, things like that, and actually figuring out the steps to get there. Don't just jump into whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't want to dive into deep water if you don't know how to swim. Yeah, and one of the biggest things is probably, I just thought about this today, like getting a mentor. Because 
it's really hard wow, to, to figure it out on your own. You know what I mean? We can't be cheap. I have I met this girl a couple years ago. And I don't know, like, she is so amazing. But every time I see her Instagram, she is on a vacation somewhere. She is living life to the fullest. She always somewhere with a daiquiri in her hand and a flower in her hair. She lived my life. Oh, girl. (laughs) And she'd be like, she'd be messaging me like, when we go meet, I'm telling you, because she's a life coach. Oh. And I I talked to to her. Oh, you showed me her one time. Yes. (laughs) And so she gave me a free consultation, and I told her, my life mm-hmm. and what it looks like and she was like oh oh yeah <laughs> like oh. you're busy like you got yeah. a lot going on and I was like so you basically can't help me like <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying you can't help me maximize my life <laughs> no but she actually gave me so many great pointers but uh-huh. I'm guilty of feeling like well maybe I don't need the help I can figure it out on my own but no that's not true I'm very much realizing that Financial advisors there, there for a reason. Yes. Life coaches there, there for a reason. Therapists there, there for a reason. Yeah, so make it important. And everybody's not going to charge. If you know somebody from your local church that will sit yeah. down and talk to you about mm-hmm. finances or about whatever it is that you need help with, it's important to find someone in that yeah. field who's already doing what it is that you want to accomplish to help you get there. Yeah, I think having a mentor is amazing. And um, like you were saying, you don't have to pay someone. Now, I think paid mentors are wonderful. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that they are very valuable. And one, because you're actually investing money into them. So they know they have to, like, come up with a very good... good products or good services for you Mm -hmm. because you're actually paying the money to help you through whatever it is that you're trying to do in life. Um, And and not just finding one person, but it kind of goes back to what we're talking about, your circle is actually getting a team of people. Mm -hmm. And a team of people doesn't need to be like 10 people. It can just be two or three people. Mm -hmm. People who you trust, people who you know, and, and maybe even people who, and not even maybe, but it should be, people who have gone to where you're trying to go so if you're looking for a success in business maybe finding someone who you know has a successful business Mm -hmm. if you're looking for someone who has or if you're looking to be married and you go to someone who has a successful marriage you know things like that and actually glean from people who've already gone through it instead Mm -hmm. of other people who are like i don't know i want to do it too i mean that's nice i mean me and you both have goals that we want to do that mm-hmm. we neither one of us right. have any experience in we can and talk it's okay. about all we day what we want it. to do <laughs> and we can really you know support each other in mm-hmm. that but it's not, it's a different type of support when you get it from someone who's already been there or who's going going through it actively so yeah um i definitely think that's good in regards to um having a team and then also learning just to say no yeah. That's something I've learned to say in my 30s. Ooh. Now, I don't always, I'm not perfect at it. Yeah. I'm definitely not perfect Still at learning. it. Still um, learning. But learning to say no to people, um, especially if you're trying to maximize your life and you're trying to get the life you want, sometimes you can be pulled in so many different directions that you can't even focus on yourself. Man, so it's okay yeah. to be like, no, I can't do that. And maybe it's not, no, I'm so busy, but maybe it's no, I, I planned on this Saturday at from 10 to 12 to sit down, write out my goals, write out my priorities and work on my stuff. And now so-and-so wants me to go here. And instead of like having to give all these excuses, be like, no, I have something else planned. Yep. And I think that's that's awesome (laughs) because that's something I struggle with a lot. Like I'm going to save money. And then the second somebody texts me, be like, hey, we're doing this this weekend. You should come. It's only going to cost this. And it's like, ah. 
You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like realizing like, dude, nobody goes to work for you. Nobody's in control of your yeah. life. Nobody controls your time. Don't be pulled this way. I've literally said, no, I don't want to go to something. I don't want to spend money. I had somebody be like, I'll pay for you. Don't worry. And pay oh, for me to go. Gosh. And, uh, you know, and I didn't know how to stand up for myself, yeah. but I'm older now. Right. You know what I mean? And I even some days... I'll just put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I could literally just be in the kitchen mm-hmm. cooking and listening to music. And I will just put my phone on Do Not Disturb. This is my time. I don't want to hear anything from anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't want... Because sometimes just phone calls can be stressful. Yeah. They can take you away from what it is that you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish, whether it's drama or whether it's just... Just people call you in a whirlwind of whatever they have going on. You know what I mean? And send your head spinning. So sometimes mm-hmm. just put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Delete your social media apps or you can do like a, a screen time thing to yeah. set when you can get on your apps and mm-hmm. stuff so you can lay down and read a book or so you can do some planning mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you want to do. Like it's your time, it's your money, it's your life. You're the only one who can live it. Exactly. Don't spend your time trying not to disappoint others while you're constantly neglecting yourself and then That's you end nice. up one of those people in your old age on your dying bed saying oh. you regret never living and being yourself yeah i mean it's minimizing your distractions and we literally have distractions all day long all day all day long there is something that's distracting us and we have to find the time to put into ourselves and into our dreams Mm -hmm. to make them come true um and then you know just figuring out the steps that you're taking or that you're currently taking are you currently taking any steps to live your life you Mm -hmm. know fully living your life to the fullest. Um, if you're not, stand, start at point A. Yes. You know, if you're not taking those steps and you know that, and that's okay. I Like I said, I know I'm not taking steps right now to certain things. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things I am. And that's okay, too. So maybe you have multiple things you're working on, but you can't, obviously, you can't do 20 different projects and opportunities at one time. Prioritize those things. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, right now, I have something I'm working on, but... There might be other things that I I have aspirations for. Those things can be a little bit later down on the priority list. Mm -hmm. But make sure you're doing something. Don't just wake up every day saying, well, this is life. Mm -hmm. This is what life is. This is my nine to five. This is my relationship. This is my, you know, whatever it is. It just is is what it is. is. Yeah, you can change it. It's in your hands. Yeah, so we hope that we gave you guys some valuable information today mm-hmm. on how to maximize your life, and we are trying to do the same as well. Mm-hmm. We're going to be maximizing our life, and hopefully we can have like a testimonial episode one day. Yeah, and be like, I can't wait. Hey, you know, so many <laughs> months ago, we were talking about maximizing my life, and now I'm not doing look at this. Me. So speaking <laughs> of potential testimonials, yeah. before we close out, Give me three things that are on your bucket list. (laughs) If you want, I can go first. Yeah, go first. I have a million things. Oh, no. Okay, so I have a million things, too, but I narrowed it down. So my first thing is obviously traveling outside of the country. I've only ever been to Canada, if you want to, you know, consider that. But I want to go to Dubai. I want to go to Africa. I want to go everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) So that's one of them. Uh, Travel outside of the country. Go to multiple different places. Um... I want to move 
out of the state. You know, everybody doesn't do that. Some people get stuck in their hometown. I want to move potentially another country, but I would just be happy to move to another state and experience something different and not just what I've seen since I was born. Yeah. Um, That's another thing on my bucket list. And taking classes to do things that I think are really fun. Okay. Like, for instance, I can't swim and I'm 31. But I just signed up for swim lessons. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. Um, Skate lessons, dance lessons, just stuff that like there's times where I've been so uncomfortable in my own body that I would sit on the sidelines and watch because I don't know how and I'm scared and I don't want to be embarrassed. Like, forget that. Like, I want to take those classes. I want to learn. I want to have fun. And I want to be able to get out and go skate. I want to get out and be able to do the bachata. If I said that right, forgive me. I didn't. Um, I want to go swim. I don't want to just sit in the pool. You know what I mean? So taking those classes for whatever it is that I feel like looks really fun. Or I just want to live my life to the fullest. And learn how to do that and not be afraid. Right. I like those. Well, one thing that we share is traveling anywhere. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I, 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 I have traveled just like in the United States. I mean, I went to Germany once, but I was an infant, so I don't remember anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, traveling's always been a thing. I love traveling. I want to go see the world. I want to experience everything. Like, and I'm not, like, the type of person that wants to travel just to shop. Like, I want to travel to sightsee. To see things. To see things. Go to museums. Go to these national parks. Go to these beautiful sites and, like, experience culture and experience all these things. That's mm-hmm. always been a dream of mine. And that's why I try to make, and I am a try, I do, I make it a point that every year to go to at least a couple different places because I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, a, but I would say bucket list is is maybe expanding outside of my normal mm-hmm. <laughs> places I go, like actually going, like I've always wanted, which sounds kind of weird because it's like <laughs> not far, but I've never been out west. And I've always wanted to go out oh, west. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to like Arizona. Always wanted to go to just anywhere out there that has like the big national parks. Like that's a dream of mine to mm-hmm. just like go to the Grand Canyon and um, Yellowstone. All these parks out there that are beautiful because I'm so outdoorsy and I love trails and I just see all these beautiful pictures. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to go out there so bad. And it's not hard for me to do it. I just need to do it. So <laughs> I would say, and then obviously like you were saying, the beautiful places like well, Israel's always been on my list, but it's a little dangerous to go over there. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that might not be in the anytime soon. Right now. <laughs> but um, so that's one. One that's actually maybe surprising. I always wanted to write a book. Really? I always wanted to write a book. <laughs> it's so crazy because but... why do we have so many things in common? That is interesting. <laughs> I've always wanted to write. But the, I think the reason why I never pursue it is because I'm not, I'm not like a great writer in the sense of like grammar type stuff like I'm not like you know that actually it's not even your responsibility when it comes I know to it's not but like I just I don't know like I feel like do it I know I want to <laughs> and it doesn't and like I don't even know exactly what the book would be of and it doesn't have to be like a big like thick book right but even if it was like a devotional mm-hmm. that I want like I've always had a desire and I when I was young I used to write all the time I used to always write poems and these like stories I would come up with and I literally loved it that's all Same. I would do <laughs> and I got away from that for a long time mm-hmm. um but it's still like in my heart as a passion to do one day so that's yeah. definitely something that I would like to do um and then the third I guess it would probably be, like, something... I mean, I guess I have a lot, but some, like, (laughs) silly little things that I really want to do that I am going to plan on doing is, like, adventurous things. Like, I want to... Um, swim a dolphin. I knew you was about and- to say that. I knew it. <laughs> I want to swim a dolphin. Yes. 
with dolphins and I want to go I on a too. hot air balloon ride. And no, mm. oh my gosh, <laughs> I want to do all those things. And I'm like, that stuff would be so fun. And it's like, why not do it? So I plan on going to Florida this summer and I plan on swimming with dolphins this mm. summer. So I'm going to keep y'all posted. But I'm going <laughs> to knock something off my bucket list this summer. I'm going to go <laughs> swim with some dolphins. <laughs> Yes, that's awesome. Those are really great. I share a lot of those. Obviously, you know, my love for writing and wanting to write a book and maybe something in the works. (laughs) But yeah, that's super exciting. So share y'all's bucket list items with us. Are they similar to ours? Are they like completely and totally different from (laughs) ours? Or what are some of the most amazing experiences y'all have ever had in life? That's a good one. Maybe we'll share ours as well. Yeah, that's great. All right, y'all. So as always, um, everything's linked into the bottom of this episode. You can find our social medias, personal and our podcast social media, as well as how to get a hold of us. Um, We hope that you enjoyed this episode make sure that you leave a rating and review and subscribe so you do not miss an episode and thank you so much for listening bye bye